Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The fans really were the only part that was great for me. You know, that that stage performance and seeing them and seeing the reaction was the best part. The rest of it can fuck off. Welcome to episode 50 of Drum for the Song podcast. I am your host, Dane Campbell. Today, I'm absolutely thrilled to have a very special guest, great human and former percussionist of Slipknot, Chris Fain. I'm truly honoured to have had this opportunity because this is his very first interview since his departure from the band back in 2019. He's been a part of the heavy metal industry for over two decades and has contributed significantly to the success and evolution of Slipknot with his incredible live performances and distinctive Pinocchio-inspired mask. In this episode, we chat about his time before Slipknot and some of his career highlights, playing drums on my dad's solo album, Old Lion Still Raw, being blown away by Joey Jordison's drumming, playing bass guitar in the band Wilhaven, plus his future music plans. If you know any Slipknot fans, please share this episode with them, as I'm sure they'd be interested to hear what Chris has got to say. But now, sit back, relax, and get ready for this exclusive conversation with Chris Fain. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. What's up, Dan? Yeah, man. Um, well, we, we were just chatting before we hit record and we've both recently had baby boys. We did. Uh, so we're both very busy. <laughs> and, we're, and we're starting, we're going to manage them and start a band. Yeah. Called uh, Phil Campbell, Chris Fane and the Bastard uh, Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it in about, say, I reckon, 16 yeah, about years 16 time. years. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Well, I wonder who will play what, but um, yeah, that's going to be cool, man. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for doing this. Um, it's, it's an honor to have you on, especially, like you said, it's your first interview ever, which I didn't really know. Um, yeah. yeah. That's insane. That's insane. So I really appreciate you giving me this honor. Um, hopefully for the listeners, they realize it's quite special. Um, 50th episode, special guest, um, first interview ever. So, you know, like... Most people that listen to this, they know it's more of a conversation. We just chat about stuff. And, you know, I, I, I really don't like using the word interview, but we'll see how this goes. And we'll just talk about some stuff. I don't know a hell of a lot about you. I've never met you yet. I know you're friends with my dad, which is cool because he has a good judge of character. And he's always spoken very highly about his time hanging with you. Um, so, yeah, thanks for being cool to my dad as well. Because wow, he's the best. There's a lot of assholes out there. and. You're one of the best yeah. people he knows, according to him. So, oh, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah. So, obviously, you guys met, met. I think you did a tour together with with Slipknot and Motorhead and and loads of other bands. I think that was it. One of those touring festivals was it? Maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. It was. I I think that there was festivals and and actual like tours that we did together. And um, I'm just so grateful to meet your dad. To be honest <laughs> with you. Like, it, 
I've been a fan for a long time. And, and then we did that song together. And um, we had, a, if I was to ever be in a band in another life, I hope your dad's in that band. Like <laughs> he's the best. Like I had the most fun with him out of anyone I ever toured with, you know, such wow. a great person, such a great human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's so cool you say that because um, there's a question I'll ask you later that might, you know, involve something you just said then. But yeah, let's talk about the song then. I was going to bring this up later on. So my dad's my dad did a solo album. So for anyone who doesn't know, my dad is Phil Campbell. He was in Motorhead. I'm in a band with him now called Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. You know, some of you know that, some of you don't. But yeah, he did a solo album called Old Lion Still Raw. Uh, I want to say two years ago, three years ago, maybe. Um, and it's, it's basically him and a load of guests on the album. So every every track has different guests on it. And there's a song on there called These Old Boots, which features Dee Snyder on vocals, Mick Mars on guitar, and uh, Chris is playing the drum kit. I think you played one of my drum kits, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. there, unfortunately. I'm, I'm gutted I wasn't there um, during the session. But uh, what, like, what do you remember about it? I think... I think someone you 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 traveled down from London or something like that to get yeah. To so we were we we were on tour, and I knew that he wanted to do that song. Um, well, this is weird with the headphones, and I've never done this before. <laughs> so your dad or we talked, and he wanted me to do a song, and I'm like, I'm in. Like, he gave me the the riff, and then and I showed up at his studio, which you know well. You know, I and um, I we were we were playing London, so I got in a van and had to drive like what seemed like eight hours <laughs> to get back to your guys' studio. And uh, I showed up, and uh, Phil and I just started jamming the song, and um, it was by far the highlight of my life. You know, I, I, I I've done a lot of things in my life, but to be a part of that experience is better than a Grammy, is better than Rock and Rio, it's better than anything. If, if you would have told me when I was 16 years old that I'd be doing a song with Phil Campbell and Dee Schneider and Mick Mars, I mean, that's unbelievable, unbelievable to me. Wow. And so it was like the coolest experience of my life. And and then the best thing was, is your dad and I jammed a little bit afterwards. Ah, cool. and, um, and we were just jamming and and I was like, do this. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. That's this. And I'm like, okay, start playing a riff. And I just started playing. And he's like, and he goes, Chris, he goes, you know what, bro? You're my muse. And that was the biggest compliment of my life Whoa. was to have someone like that be a partner in music that we could, you know, I, I think in the future, we're going to make more songs. For sure. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, we've talked about it. We've talked about it, and I, and we're working on it right now. But you know, we I have a new baby, and you know, there's not a lot. Of, it, it's just tough. It's tough. But oh, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think your dad is one of the greatest musicians I've ever met, as far as being like a like a touring musician and a player and just a friend. You know what I mean? Like he really really kind of took me under his wing for that deal and yeah. um and i love him for it yeah oh wow that's so nice of you to say that and you know considering the stuff you have done you the incredible stuff you have done with slipknot um the fact that you've said that is 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 crazy but yeah 
I I can understand because it's not just him; it's the other guys on the track as well. I know you did you did it remotely. Well, they recorded their parts remotely, so they weren't in the studio. But right, the fact, right. They, they but your dad, my, your dad and I laid it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, yeah. you were you were probably one of the only guests on that album then that came to the studio. I think there was a handful of other guests, maybe singers. Oh, wow. I think you were one of the only ones that were actually there. So I think that gives it extra chemistry. And obviously, he I, I'm assuming he was able to kind of give you input uh, on when, when you were playing rather than some of the other guys, they just sent a file and they were like, here it is, Phil, do what you want with it. The yeah, fact that, you, that now, you were there makes it more special. Yeah, we worked, we worked through a little bit of that song too, you know. Um, there was a part in that song I couldn't get a grip on. There was like a quick change in there and he just worked with me, you know, and he was like, because I'm not like a great drummer. <laughs> so I'm not like Stuart Copeland or... <laughs> no, no one is. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So I'm just like a straight, straight up forward guy. And um, there was like a quick change in there, but he's, that's why he's so badass. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know you mean, cause we, we, yeah, play we, that, we play that song live sometimes. So I've got to try and play your parts and yeah. 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 So I literally, <laughs> and yeah, I pretty much, I try and keep it as much as close as I can to the original. There might be, you know, the odd little thing I do. That's me, but might you know, be a little bit better. No, I wouldn't say no, not better, but just, <laughs> just, I guess you play. You, I have my own style, and you play things your own way. But um, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, your yeah. version. So I'll have to send you a, like a. I've got loads of GoPro footage of like of our gigs. So I'll I'll send you a a, um, a video file of us playing that song. Oh, cool, do it. So do you it. can see what I do. It's not much. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for the inspiration, anyway. But um, of course, fun, of course, fun song. But um, yeah, let's go. Let's go back a little bit. You like? I know you. You know you probably. You said you you said yourself you're not much of a drummer. Obviously, you played the percussion in Slipknot or I don't know what do they call it auxiliary percussion. I saw yeah. it described as. But like so, before the whole Slipknot thing, did you were you a drummer in bands or or how did that work? And then how did that become to you playing percussion in the band? Yeah, so I was I was an athlete my whole life growing up. Oh, you wow. know, so I remember my my parents bought me a drum kit when I was a little kid <clears throat> and it was a Muppet, the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the Muppets are? Yeah. So, and I remember being downstairs and I, I sat behind this drum kit and I was like, bang, 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 bang. And my dad was like, eh, that's over. Done. He took it. He's like, no fucking way. Am I going to have that sound in my basement? <sighs> and so that was my first introduction to the drums. <laughs> but, um, so, but I was I was kind of a athlete, a jock, you know. I played college football, blah blah, blah. Um, and drums were just too loud. You could never practice. You couldn't, you know. And and I tried I I tried out for the drums. Fuck fifth or sixth grade, and they said we have too many drummers, so they gave me a trumpet. Okay. So I was I was like, oh god, but I learned the trumpet you know, for a few years. And, and then I was like, ah, oh, this sucks, dude. I'm out. So, yeah. you know, I never, I never really had access to the drums, but except my mom's wooden spoons, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden she's like, where's all my wooden spoons are all broke. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. But the cool thing is, is like, I was playing, um, Twisted Sister, Wasp, Motley Crue, with those wooden spoons. Like I knew I loved it. Like I, I just, 
I had that in me, you know, not, not, not to a point of being a good drummer, but I just knew beats and I, I, I like to tag along, you know, stuff like that. So that's why Slipknot became, um, a thing for me. Right. Like I didn't have to play a drum kit like Joey, like no. fucking, like, I remember my first practice looking at Joey and being like, Holy fuck, I'm way out of my league. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't even belong here. Like, what do you want me to do here? You know? So it was, um, it was like winning the lottery kind of right. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, just being changed. able to play simple beats and just play along with this amazing drummer. Like yeah, one of the best ever, ever, ever. ever. Yeah. 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 He's an anomaly. Yeah. 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 He was incredible. He was such a inspiration to people from my generation. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm, say I'm, I'm 36 now. So when you guys came out, I was a teenager and like, it was, they were, you know, you were the biggest band, biggest kind of like metal, new metal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, like you were like the biggest one and, and you inspired so many people to pick up instruments, whether it's drums, guitars, but like people that were into the drumming was like, everyone was like, Joey Jordan is the man. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, what was I going to do? Shite. Like, hey, Joey, I came up with a drum part. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so I, 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 sat, I, I did my job, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And then it still added to the music and it added to the, the live show, which was very important in that band. And it still is, obviously. But uh, the live show is, like, I think I got to see you. I've probably seen you maybe four or five times, which is pretty good. Lots of festival yeah, of performances. I think it was one of the downloads. We were lucky enough. I think I think it was probably you or one. Let us come side stage. And I think, yeah, I think we were on on your side of the stage. It was amazing. It was one of the coolest gig experiences I've ever seen. Um, oh, right on, man! It was, it was amazing. So thanks for that. But um, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. just like what, watching you guys do your thing and it, like like some people might think like your particular role was not difficult but still you've got to get everything in time you've got to make it look great and i'm and and i really appreciate what you did and like oh, what, but what i don't understand is exactly what you were playing so like what what were the instruments you were kind of using or or were they kind of made up <laughs> what, what were they it was just big drums yeah big drums like a 24 a 22 an 18 and a 20 yeah like so just like... this big just thunder nice. kind of thing you know everybody talks about the kegs that's like whatever but yeah. um mainly it was just big like kind of bring a little bit of bass or thunder to the whole thing you know what yeah. i mean they definitely did yeah <laughs> yeah just a little more power to the whole situation yeah so yeah. they were more they were more like bass drums but you were obviously hitting them Correct. Yeah, yeah it was like full on, full on kick drums. Awesome. We mounted them, drilled holes in them, mounted them. Awesome. Yeah. Pretty yeah. fun. Ah, pretty fun. But um, yeah. Cool. Well, obviously, you know, that was a massive chapter of your your career, and yeah, fantastic stuff. And you've you've played all over the world. Um, <laughs> I, I've asked what what have been your career highlights so far. You've mentioned playing on a song with my dad, but apart from that. Man, got, like, I don't you, know. <laughs> you got a favorite that festival? Was, that was pretty badass. Um, you know, I love the European festivals. Yeah, they're you know they're just so massive, and 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 the fans are just you know they camp out for days, and 
yeah you know rock and rio was amazing and um not 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 taking away anything from the american crowd but um there's a lot going on in europe as far yeah. as music and i i really love that yeah yeah man yeah there's some great festivals and yeah, I'm sure you headline most of them at some point. But um, yeah, so did you, well, touring wise, then you to- obviously toured Europe a lot. Did you have any particular like favorite countries? Because obviously Europe, Europe, ev- within every few hundred miles, there's a different culture, there's different food, there's different languages. Right. Was there any, any particular memories or any favorites? Or it's funny you bring up the food. All right, that well. was like that was like my shit, like. Every time I would tour Europe, I would come home 20 pounds lighter. I'm like, I would eat McDonald's whenever I, you know, I'm, I'm a, like a food guy. Right. So when I had to go outside of the United States, I wasn't that happy. I would oh. smuggle in ketchup. Uh, we have ketchup. Canned soup. I'd put it in my road case and like have like food to be able to, because I'm not into borscht or whatever the fuck they were trying to serve me. You know what I mean? Fair enough. <laughs> like, yeah, or whatever the, the the season of the day was. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I, so, I guess some people love it. Some people, I guess, are scared of it. And a lot of the stuff I've been served, I've been like, "What is that?" And yeah, I, I can exactly. understand where you're coming from. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, a lot of the stuff I don't eat these days anyway. But uh, yeah, there's some questionable dishes I've been served. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you, is it, you've seen that. You've seen that meat backstage on the tray where you're like, dude. It's just, it's just labeled that? as meat. What is that? Yeah, what, yeah, what, like what animal is it? Sweaty meat. <laughs> in, in some brown brown stuff, brown gravy. With a piece of cheese. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly, Apologies for interrupting this episode of Drum for the Song. I really hope you're enjoying it so far. I just wanted to take a few moments to tell you about my Patreon page. This is a place where you can support the podcast in exchange for some bonus content. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash drum for the song. There are three tiers available at the moment. One is £3 a month, one is £5 a month, and the other one is £10 a month. Each tier grants you access to exclusive benefits, which include bonus episodes, early access to the main episodes, private Facebook group membership, merch discounts, discount on Motorhead Beer, as well as a monthly competition to win Motorhead Beer, access to Skype chats with me, asking my guests questions, occasional free gifts like drumsticks, free tickets to Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons shows, and your name in the episode description. If you regularly enjoy the podcast and think you would enjoy those benefits too, please consider signing up. If you didn't already know, I do everything for this podcast all by myself. So I do all the contacting, all the research, all the interviews, all the audio editing, all the video editing, all the artwork, all the uploading. I write all the descriptions. I build the website. Everything is just me. So essentially, the money from the subscriptions helps me keep a bit of time free during my weeks so I can continue making the podcast for you guys. So again, that's patreon.com forward slash drum for the song. Check it out and enjoy the rest of the episode.
Run for the Shore podcast. Obviously, you, you know, do you, you've done lots of tours. Have you got any favorite bands that you've played with over the years or that you've maybe toured with that you remember having lots of fun with? Yeah, or... you know, I mean, the good thing is that, is that the guys that we did tour with are like Korn, Mastodon, uh, Machine Head. Yeah. You know, they're just such great people. And we're all in it together you know, on the road, like we take care of each other. And it was, um, I got, I met some great friends out of that situation. And, you know, I, I got to see, you know, Machine Head's one of my favorite bands. Corn's one of my favorite bands. So I got to watch them every night. Slayer. We tour Slayer forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah I'm, did. I'm like the biggest Slayer fan in the world. So yeah. sometimes I... you wake up in the morning and you're like, Oh, I'm so sore from this shitty tour bus. My back hurts. And all of a sudden you hear, um dave lombardo playing antichrist you're like it's all worth it it's yeah. worth it yeah. i'm watching him with no crowd doing sound check like playing south of heaven you know it's like i'm so grateful for that experience man yeah, yeah. i can yeah i can imagine that that is cool and dave is someone i'd love to get on the show one day so yeah um, oh dave fing the fingers crossed yeah, he's yeah he's amazing yeah, one hundred. Yeah, he'll do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can't I'm, speak. I'm I'm speaking for Dave, but <laughs> Dave is like so great that he would if he could. Yeah. 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 Cool, man. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, um, you know, the fan base is one of the things that I have have made Slipknot so successful over the years. Uh, they've been very supported, supportive of you. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to them, or you know, if, do you want to thank them? Is a good opportunity. One hundred percent. I would I I I pray for them and I'm I love them and I'm sorry that it ended so soon and you know but that's the way things go and um the fans really were the only part that was great for me you know that that stage performance and seeing them and seeing the reaction was the best part the rest of it can fuck off Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, I not I don't want to go into that. It's not, you know, this is not the podcast <laughs> for that. But um yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, well yeah, I think yeah. that's the same with anyone that's it's, in it's the band. Like any, it's like it's kind of like any band though, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like that's the best part. The rest yeah. of it is touring flights, um personalities, uh this and that and this and that. And yeah. so um I really do miss them. I miss playing live. I do, but um, it's all good, man. Yeah, it's all good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. Um, obviously, we mentioned earlier. Congratulations on your son William with the Slayer T-shirt. I noticed he had, he's got that you put on Instagram. Yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so, like, what what else has been keeping you busy these last few years, apart from William? Um, you know, I actually set up a little studio in in, in my garage. Awesome. And it's not it's not finished yet because I'm not a a producer or a you know I'm trying I, I have other people coming here to help me hook it up and yeah you know stuff like that because I just don't know that part you know but um I got a few musicians that are gonna come in and I'm gonna do like a little uh I want to do a record with my friends in the industry awesome. basically yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. your dad knows about it. Yeah, and I have three other really good guitar players that are coming to my home, like they're flying out. Like actually, in like a month. Wow. To, 
to try and put together like kind of a heavy record, just like a sludgy, simple, deep record. Yeah, yeah. That sounds amazing. Okay, well, thanks yeah. for, sh- thanks and if it for sharing that with me. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. We're all friends. We're all friends. We're going to go play golf. We're going to come back to my house. We're going to record. And they're going to fly home. <laughs> so Sounds yeah. fun. Sounds fun, even if nothing comes out of it. But um, Exactly, yeah. That, yeah, yeah well, that, that sounds good. Because I was going to ask if you've got any plans for any new music projects. But obviously, we'll see what happens there. So, obviously, you said you miss playing live. Is that some, like... The problem is when you make an album with different guests on it, it's difficult to turn that into a live show. Is that still something you could potentially do or you're not interested in touring? That's, I'm not interested in touring ever again. No, no never again. No, nope. I just want to make music with these guys, yeah. with, good fr- with good friends that are caring, that you know we can work together and there's no ego. There's no, we just want to make a nice, heavy song. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just true, true friends. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That sounds great, man. Um, thanks for sharing that. Um, like we've, I've got a, I've got a question from one of my Patreons. I've got like a Patreon page, and they support this podcast. And one of oh, the, cool. one of the perks is that they get to ask you some questions. If that's okay, um, got, bring it, baby. I've got well, I say one question. This one person, David Rudd, one guy. He's got a few questions, so I'll reel them all out in one go. They're all Slipknot related, um, but we'll see how this goes. Hi, Dane. As a big Slipknot fan, could you please ask Chris the following? How did you get into playing drums and percussion, and which one do you prefer? How did you become Slipknot's percussionist? And did you have any say over the colour of your overalls and style of mask? And did wearing a mask affect your playing? Okay, so I had no choice of the color of the coveralls or the mask, right? Like <laughs> Nothing at that all. was all whatever. Yeah. And then um that was like 10 questions. Yeah. Um, um so I started in another band in Des Moines um called Shed and um with my best friend from when I was a kid, Aaron Peltz. He he ended up singing in a band called Down the Sun. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron is one of the singers in it. Not the guy with the tattoo, that's Satone. But my best friend was the other singer in that band. And we had a band before Slipknot. And we were just like, Des Moines is really small, man. It's like, it's tough to do anything, you know? So um, I was playing a sit-down kit in that band. And um, I remember Paul Gray was like, you know, he was there like, when I was in that band. Yeah. Yeah, working the door at the bar. And, uh, you know, he came up to me after the one show. He's like, yeah, you're a pretty good drummer, man. I'm like, yeah, thanks, dude. Who are you? Like, <laughs> I didn't know, you know. But that's the first time I met Paul. And then um, I just kept doing that with Aaron. And then you have to have a job. You have to make money. So being in music is really tough. Because you have to, you know, I I was an electrician, so I would work all day long. And the last thing I want to do is do some fucking paradiddles or whatever the fuck, you know, (laughs) which I never did. I never practiced ever. Like, that's my one regret, right? Like, I never, like, once I saw Joey, I was like, why do I want to practice? Like, I'm never, I'm never going to be that dude. I'm not going to come to practice one to be like, hey, Joey, I 
I got something you need to hear. <laughs> He'd be like, dude. <laughs> so it was like, it, it's kind of like winning the lottery then, you know? Yeah. I mean, In a yeah. way. So uh, how, mean, did, how did the band get formed? Because I, I don't actually know this. This might be common knowledge. Like, did someone start the band and then look for loads of members? Or how, you know? Pass. Pass. Okay. Okay. No problem. Um, what else did he ask? I think that was it. Oh, do you prefer playing drum kit or percussion? Oh, I prefer bass. You prefer bass guitar. Yeah. I yeah, know I, 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 you played bass in Will Haven, didn't you, for a while? Yeah, yeah. And that's like, I got to tell you, from the bottom of my heart, Jeff Irwin and um, those guys, Mitch, the drummer for Will Haven, like they really, really encouraged me to try. Awesome. And, and and do what you know it was the first time in my life that I was ever like I had guys that were um that believed in me basically you know and um I just learned the parts they continued to believe in me they never stopped so I got my shit together and I got I got it down and we played I think we were in London and we 11 11 11 heavy metal day oh wow Will Haven, we played a show in London and Kerrang gave us five stars. That's we impressive. Owned it that night. We owned it. You know what I mean? And I and, and Will Haven is like, if you if, if anybody's watching this and you have never heard Will Haven, you need to figure it the fuck out. That fucking band is heavy as fuck. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. so grateful to be a part of that for one record. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the name yeah. of the record? That you're on. Vo Voy Dior. Okay, cool. Yeah. People go check yeah. that out. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Those, those guys are the, they're the best guys I've ever worked with in my life. Yeah. Besides your dad, obviously. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard good, good things about them. I think um, a, a band that supported you early on in the days, I don't know if you remember this far back, but I'm friends with the drummer from Raging Speedhorn. Do you have any memories? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, of course. They said they had a lot of fun with you guys. I think it must have been during yeah. the early days of Slipknot. That was they... early, yeah. That was yeah. Will Haven. Will Haven opened up for us back then too. Yeah, as well. All right, it might be in the yeah, it might be in the same. Yeah, school. but um, yeah, um, yeah, Gordon, their drummer, lives literally half a mile away from my house. So um, oh, he's, killer. He's been on the podcast as well. Yeah, nice. But, uh, lots of good stories about playing with you guys. But um, yeah, we, well, I'm coming towards the end. Now, to be honest, um, I, I, I've got a quick fire round that it's just kind of random-ish questions so for people to kind of get to know a little bit about you or more about you, mainly pointless stuff, but some musical stuff. Um, so the idea is, is to answer as quick as you can. Um, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Nice. Favorite movie? Ooh, Star Wars. Yeah. Which, Return which, of the Jedi. Okay, cool. Um, guitar or bass? I'm assuming bass. Bass. This is a drummer's question. You probably you probably don't give a shit. Uh, nylon Paradiddle. or wood? <laughs> nylon. <laughs> I was gonna, nylon or wood tip sticks? Do you know the sticks with the nylon tips? Oh, nylon. Yeah. I've been playing those lately. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, you like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because somebody gave me a whole fucking rack of them. Nice. So Go for I don't it. have to pay for. Yeah, I don't have to pay for them. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Take whatever you can for free. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, 
John Bonham or Neil Peart or Peart? Neil Peart. Neil Peart. Yeah. These are your, 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 yeah. your vibe. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones, and I hate them both. Okay. <laughs> uh, big or small venue? Big. Cool. Favorite time signature? 4-4. Four, four. Cool. Uh, favorite rhythm section? So like bassist and drummer. Paul Gray, Joy Jordison. Awesome. Yeah, fair play. Um, name an underrated band. Oh, what is the name of that band? Hero the Hero. Oh, yeah. I, I know. Hero the Hero? Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how you yeah. pronounce it. I know the band. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were, are they still going? That's I don't know. Just, it's like Rage Against the Machine on crack. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. Or are great. I love that going. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I to totally forgot they existed. Excellent. I'll I'll, I'll I'll find them on Spotify tomorrow because that was really cool. Oh yeah, they have a song called "Let the Snake Show." <laughs> oh man, so oh. heavy, dude. So oh. heavy. I'll check that out, man. Um, favorite album of all time has to be Queen's Reich Operation Mindcrime. Ah, cool. Interesting choice. Yeah. Um, favorite drummer of all time. Oh god damn it. Tommy Lee. Oh yes. He, oh, what a... he, he made it look so fun. Yeah. And rock and roll and sex and drugs and fucking that's why I did it. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know? Yeah, did, it ended did... up being my downfall. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of musicians' downfall, to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of people struggle to kind of I... get past that. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you have a couple bad nights, but yeah. you know whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. You you learn from it. Um that's a good question then. Do you did you ever meet Tommy Lee? I did. I did. And he was, was he great. Cool? He was cool. Yeah. Um the first time I met Tommy Lee was in Dallas. I think it was Oscar's maybe or something. And and um he was outside the bus. He's like, I want to meet Joey. And I'm like, he's sleeping. He's like, let's go wake him up. I'm like, you're the best, dude. Let's go wake Joey up. And we fucking raged on the bus. Fucking he shakes Joey out of his bunk. So he's like, what the fuck? You know? He's fucking... Guy's great, dude. Guy's oh, great. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know a hell of a lot about him. I recently watched one of those stupid documentaries about him and Pam. He's, 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 he's crazier than I thought, to be honest. Um, but yeah, sick drummer. I absolutely... Because I, I love the way he plays because he doesn't do anything... Stupidly fancy, or totally, or she doesn't really. He, I know he does his big drum rock solo. And roll. Yeah, just rock, rock and roll. roll. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's yeah. like the, the kind of in, the kind of drummers I look up to. Like he's he's so one I think of those. Maybe my, maybe my favorite band would be your dad on guitar, Tommy on drums, me on bass, and who cares about the singer? <laughs> well, you know, if it wouldn't even matter at that point. I'd be like, you're the singer. Yeah, doesn't but, matter. No, well, you, you yeah. must be psychic because my, la my last and final question and next question was, was going to be if you could form your own dream band, who would be in it? That's it. Dead or alive. So no singer. And then you'd be that's on it. bass, not on drums. That's a, that's a good choice. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's so cool. But, um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time. This was incredible. We could go on longer, but, you know, I don't want to keep We can long. if you want. We can yeah, if you want. I think, I think this was a nice length. Um, all right, cool. And if you're happy with that, 
I'm happy with that. And I've really enjoyed it. And hopefully we'll, well, I'd love to say meet in person one day. So if you ever do any, any studio stuff with my dad or, or even if you well, vacate, that's, that's, vacate. That's happening actually. Yeah. So whether yeah. I, I don't know if I can be there or not, but um, if he's coming to see yeah. over to you, it might be more difficult, but if, I don't know, we'll see what happens with that. And um, you seem like a, such a cool guy and, and thanks for just being a good friend to my dad and, um, sending him your suit and mask. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think, oh, that's actually, um, we did. I've a, seen it. <laughs> he put it up on the <laughs> Yeah. It's literally, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's in the fucking, studio. It's brilliant. It's yeah. so cool. Want, yeah. It's like, yeah. But, um, we, we filmed a music video literally, was it yesterday or the day before? And, um, I think the mask is going to make a, a little cameo appearance yeah. in the video. I because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy song and we're all wearing different masks in it. So, oh, that's awesome. Like, let's bring Chris, my dad was like, let's bring Chris's mask. And I was like, as long like, I don't want to overdo it because it's so well known what the mask is. But maybe we could have a little cameo. So, we'll, we'll yeah. send you the link when it's out. That's awesome. But um, oh, yeah, anyway, anyway, thanks again. I'll let you get back to your this afternoon where you are um, and have a great day. And I'll keep you posted with anything. And and I just really want to thank you for doing this because I know, you know, you've number been... Number 50, bro. Number 50. 50. Yeah. Fucking and 50. Yeah, it's made, it's, made, it's, it's, it's made my week very happy because we, we arranged this quite short notice. Um, well, we've been, and, we've been trying for like three years. Yeah, literally, like, I know. Yeah, I, I realized I, realize yeah. I, I was WhatsApping your old number. I didn't realize. <laughs> I was sending uh, WhatsApp uh, to like your old phone number. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, some, he's guy, some guys, some guys, like, yeah, I'll be yeah. on. <laughs> Probably. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, I just like, oh, maybe you know, I know you just, you know, the family and all that. I was like, I don't want to bother him. But then my dad uh -oh. said that you you text him about something. I was like, oh, I, I text him a few weeks ago. He didn't get back to me. Then I realized it was your old number, so it's my fault. Uh. Be that's, no, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, know how you, it goes. Everything been, becomes a mess when you change yeah. your number, right? Yeah, yeah. It's hard, yeah. But anyway, uh, thanks again. And Dane, thank and, you. And thanks My for friend. listening. Thanks to everyone for listening to this. Uh, hopefully, I know it'll be interesting. I'm sure it will be. And yeah, have a great night, everybody. You too, my friend. Cheers. Thanks, Dane. Drum for the Song Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Drum for the Song Podcast. If you've enjoyed this, please consider liking the video and subscribing if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts. If you could leave me a review or comment, that would be fantastic too, as it helps other people discover this show. Please also consider sharing this with any family members or friends who might enjoy the content. You can also follow me on social media at Dane underscore drums or at drum for the song or search for drum for the song on Facebook to follow the page and join the official Facebook group. If you'd like to support the podcast, you could purchase some merchandise from drumforthesong.com or consider supporting me via Patreon from just £3 per month for additional exclusive content like bonus episodes video calls with myself, competitions, discounts, and much more. Any additional support is always greatly appreciated.
but I would like to give extra special thanks to my top tier Groove Master patrons, whose names are listed in the description below. My name is Dane Campbell, and thanks so much for watching or listening this far. If you're a drummer, don't forget to drum for the song. <laughs>